Hey there, fellow streakers. It's Jeff and Jamie, and we are back with you on another podcast after several conversations that we've been having all morning about what in the world we're going to talk to you about. It's been a good conversation. We're excited to be here this morning. Because we've been talking about personal performance, and actually that has been the thing that we have been discussing is our own personal performance and how we can get better. Yes, we have. At our own personal performance. I want to share. Can you share something? I want to share something that happened this morning. It was kind of cool. There was something. It was. I thought that... Uh, it was neat that happened this morning. Go ahead. You can, you can share it. So, first of all, welcome welcome to our streaking prod. <laughs> our sti- our st- <laughs> wow. Maybe I should just say hi guys. Hi streakers. Welcome to our streaking podcast where we talk about all things that help us to improve and be able to get better through the things that we're doing through our streaks. Yeah, absolutely. And so I this thought that morning, was really good. Thank you. You're welcome. It looked like you were trying to come up with all the right words as you were I saying was trying that. You were to just thinking about it. You know it. what it was? Is what? I, there was this woman that I saw that did a broadcasting thing on a on a, a, a recorded, it's supposed to be a live event, but it was recorded because of COVID. We couldn't be, and uh-huh. I couldn't watch it when it was live, so I was watching the recording of it. Yes. And the broadcaster that they had on there was this beautiful, tall woman from Spain with these awesome bangs and beautiful long hair and big green eyes and the most amazing accent. Really? Like I could just listen to her forever. And she was a broadcaster. So I think I was trying to channel her. You were trying to channel that didn't broadcasting. didn't work very well. <laughs> it didn't go. I mean, the truth is. It didn't make is, it all the way through. You're like, I'm Jamie. I'm Jamie. <laughs> I'm just never going to be from Spain. <laughs> no. no matter how much I watch and, and look and, if and admire. Seen, if you've seen Jamie, she is definitely not from Spain. She's Norwegian. I'm, I'm Norwegian. Yeah. She's got beautiful bright eyes that are gorgeous green or blue, just depending on the day or the look. But I am not look. from Spain. And I don't <laughs> have the really very cool flare, Very accent. fair complexion. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so we're we running digress. along. We were out this morning on our run. On our run. And because we have a streak to run or walk at least a mile a day, and honestly, because of COVID, because COVID happened, you are working from home, which has allowed us to have a pretty good routine, Yeah. honestly. Yeah. We have a routine of dropping our son off at the bus, and then we go out either on a walk or a run. Right. And because we live in a neighborhood that we want to walk out the door and just go, we're on sidewalks. There's not really running trails anywhere close to us. And so. And there's only one way in and, and out of the neighborhood. There's only one way in and, really, and out of our neighborhood. What do we have? Like about, we, we have three routes that, because we, we'll yeah, do we a have, three mile route. We have three three mile routes. We and we'll three, do one of the yes, three. One of the three. But because we're often running in the morning when everyone is dropping off to school, I think we've become a little bit visible. I also think because you're tall and I'm short. But anyway. So speaking of tall and short, I'm 6'5", Jamie is 5'3". Yes. So I am, I'm tall, broad-shouldered, big. Jamie is small, tiny, and petite. Yes. And so when we run, I think there's a little bit of like, oh, how cute. They can run together. So anyway, we were out today, and we've had a couple times recently, I feel like this has happened, which is why this was noticeable to me, but a couple people that have said something like, oh... Like we met a new couple in our neighborhood and they said first thing, oh, I know you. You guys are those guys that you're running every day. And I thought, oh, okay, they've seen us out running. So today we were running our little three-mile thing, our, our little three-mile lap. It's not – I want to call it a loop, but it's not a loop. It's not it's a loop. Just it's a straight back. line. It's a mile and a half out, mile and a half back. And we're on the way back and we, and we pass a woman and she has her AirPods in and she stops us and she goes, I just want to say thank you to you guys. Because you are out here 
every day. And she said, even, she goes, whether I pass you as I'm walking or as I see you as I drive by in my car, she goes, I just am so happy that you're out here every day. And I just wanted you to know that you're having a good influence on people, even though you may not see it. And then she just went back on her walk. And I thought, how interesting, because as, as you thought, I'm, I thought, what is it that influenced her? What is it that made her feel good about seeing us out running? And it wasn't just seeing us running. It had to be the consistency of seeing us doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, a lot of times. that it, It's like, wow, those people are out there every single day. Every single How's day. How is it that they were How out there all the time? That? Yeah. So as you, as you think back on the experience, why do you think, what is it that she was excited about? So I think there's two things. Before I answer that question, there's two things that impressed me. One, I appreciated her courage to stop us. I did too. I think it's difficult sometimes to stop people that are maybe strangers to you. However, so this now goes to your question and what I think and what I see in my own life when I work with people who are consistent. When I work with people who are consistent, it inspires me. When they, I, I have, I have a couple of leaders that I work with um, at Franklin Covey right now who are inspiring um, because of their consistency, and I know that every single week they're going to perform or do the activity that they said they were going to perform or do, and and it's not just keeping commitments. I don't mean that. I mean it's like, for example, um, with and I'll just tell you, Mark Josie, he, he's my boss fantastic. He is as consistent as the day is long. It is just consistent. Every single week, I will have a one-to-one meeting with him and we will have a team meeting every single week. And if he's not there, the team meeting still happens. And that credibility starts to, but it takes a while to build up credibility from that particular consistency. And so what I think happened with her is it took a little while, but when she saw us enough and then there came an opportunity, because I've done this before. I've seen people and I've thought, you know what, I'm going to say something to them the next time I see them, and I may never see them again. But this, because we're out there doing it again and again and again and again and again, it's like you get that you get to that point where you're like where you can say, I'm going to say something to them. And then, oh, there they are again. I'm going to say, oh, there they are again. And I'm going to and then you finally get to that point where you're like, you know what? I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being consistent. That is great. And that's what streaking, I mean, that's what led us to streaking all along the way. I mean, way back when we started, the whole thing is because you and I were looking at our lives and we saw a deficiency. And and I read about the article about the couple that had been streak running for 15 years, and it was inspiring. Right. Jeff and Diane Chumway. Jeff and Diane Chumway. Maybe and someday they'll be listening to this podcast and we will appreciate. <laughs> and they'll know, know and they'll how know. they've changed our I lives. Sent, I sent them a copy of the book. I don't know if they got, I don't know if it was the right Shumways, but I sent them a copy of the book and told if them If not, there's you. a Jeff and Diane Shumway out there somewhere yes, that has a copy that of have the it. book. And they, and it's, and you can look in the book if you, if you haven't had a chance to get the book or share the book with someone else. In there is the story of Jeff and Diane Shumway. And that was what started this entire adventure. I mean, as far as you're you're looking out the That's window, as if there's something. That's because we have this window, and I swear there is a bird that keeps flying by it. <laughs> but I never look in time to see, to the, see bird. the bird. And so it so then I'm like, is it a bug <laughs> that's climbing up the window? Where is it? Is it out there? All right, I so, will not be distracted. So sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Bird. Bird. Oh, bird. Bird. I was just looking Squirrel. at that bird over there. <laughs> we are on one today. <laughs> anyway. So I think you asked me the question, 
what was it that inspired her? What was it that, you know, that she felt? I think that people, we all love someone who is consistent in a world that's uncertain. I think that's I think, it. This uh, dependability, to, this, there's something about and I think we like that in ourselves. That, that you look at and you're like, okay, I knew. Like with Cal Ripken Jr., did the people watching baseball, was there some level of comfort and feeling that all was right with the world? Because he because was on the field. Because they knew he was going to show up. He was going to be there. Did, he was it, there it, last time and he's going to be there next time. Didn't matter. Cal's there. There's just something comforting and and solid about knowing that they showed up. I think that that is... What is at the core and of streaking is the whole consistency in that it's not only that I like someone else showing up, but then when I apply it to my own life, I'm appreciative, if you will, to my I have credibility in myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, rarely now do you and I look at something that we want to be doing consistently and think I would never do that. More what we do is we say, uh, do we want to add that as a streak? Because we know. That is a good we'll point. No longer is consistency the question. The question is my commitment. My commitment <laughs> is my right. Am I ready to commit? Yeah. And then asking myself, is this something I really want to do? Right. Because and that's you bring up a really good point. Because we were talking last night about performance and about the performance curve. Jamie asked me on a date to sushi and it was absolutely wonderful. And so we we're talking about the performance curve. So and talk a little bit about what a performance curve is. I wish we could draw it for people. Right. But so there as you look at um, in statistics, you look at bell curves. And if you and this is a, a personal performance, a personal performance curve. And we we talk about it in my consulting work. I, we talk about it is organizations performance. OK. You know, a lot of people and how they perform and how you can get more people performing at the higher end of the scale. So if you're listening to this, just visualize, if you can, a horizontal line and put low on one side of that line and high on the other side of that line. OK, so you're going from low to high. Now, on the vertical side, put percent of time. So from 0% of the time to 100% of the time. And the whole title of this particular graph is performance, personal performance. And think about your personal performance. In other words, when you think that you are, when you're really doing well, when you're, all cylinders are firing you're feeling good about all the different things that you have been participating in, the activities that you have, that's high performance, okay? okay? And low performance is you're off your game. You're, you're, yeah. You just don't feel it. You're not um, performing the way that you thought you would. You know, you're probably binge watching a lot of television shows at this point. I mean, it's lower, something in your life has affected your level value. of performance. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And so I'm adopting lower value activities. Okay. Is what I look like. Is what I look at. All of us have a curve of performance in our life, and that curve usually starts on the low end. And it's low as far as the percent of time that we're in a low performance arena is is low as well. Okay. And then as you as you go to the middle, it gets higher to where probably eighty percent of the time you're in a middle state of performance. Okay. You've ascended the heights to mediocrity. You okay. know, we're we're medium performance. And then there's those times probably, you know, anywhere from I don't know, ten percent, fifteen percent. 20% where you're in the high performance range. Okay. So think of it as a, as a camel's hump, okay. right? 
and I'm drawing it in the air to you, and you know, I'm, I know all of you can see this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see it. It's, it's a camel's hump. And what we're talking about is that everyone has a personal performance curve. And there are those people in life whose personal performance curve is more toward medium and high. So in other words, they have their higher performance more of the time. And then there's others who have lower performance more of the time. More of the time. Okay. So you can look at both sides of that and say, now here's the thing, it's not a static measure. Does that it's make sense? It's changing all the time. It changes with all of us all the time. Sometimes we're in consistently in the low performance arenas. We're a lot of the times it's it's in the middle. We're we're most of the time in the middle, and then and then we move into high performance. And there may be weeks, months, and years that we're in a high performance, but we're always moving in and out of those. Okay. And so the question is, and the question that you and I were talking about is, okay, how do you get your performance curve? to be more toward middle and high than middle and low or just middle. Okay. Right? I mean, right. That, that's what we were really discussing is, is how do you do that? How do you move it? Because we honestly, our performance is usually, everyone's performance is usually all over the map. Right. And what we do is we study people that have high performance and that could be musicians, that could be elite scientists, that could be educators, Anybody in any that could chosen be in any chosen field or profession, mothers, fathers. You could be high performers. And we can point people out and say, whoa, they're really high performers. But I would suggest that most people are high performers at points of time. There's few people that are consistently high performers. And so the question is what we do is we look at those people that are consistently high performers and say, How is it that they are high performers? And I'm not suggesting that they're burning out. It's not like they're going for the new heights or the new goals or whatever it is. It's just they are consistently performing Performing at a high level. level. Okay. That's great. That was a good explanation of the performance curve. Yeah. And so we were talking about how we get that performance curve to be... Well, we talked about... You had brought up um, the... Jim Collins' book is it good to great? Yeah, well, it's good. Good to great is the first book that he wrote. It's great by choice. Great by choice is the book that you've often quoted, and we quoted in in the book in the streaking book as well. That, what is the quote? Consistency. Well, sorry. It, so he's talking about high performing organizations. So think about it as people that are at the at the you know from medium to high performance. Mm-hmm. And they've got most of the time they're in that arena. So their their camel's hump is is steep because they're most of the time, most of the time in, the high in the high performance arena. And so it's it's very what I'll call tight. It's okay. put together. And he said that in all their research studies, and Jim Collins does studies of high performing organizations. In this one, it was those organizations that were ten times better than their, than their peers in the industry or okay. their or their or their competitors. And he said that we found in all our research studies. So just real quick, 10 times better in my mind communicates that this wasn't just a fluke or, you know, the stars aligned and so they were that much better. But that they 10 times better says they are consistently outperforming their their, their peers. They are Correct. enough better that you're like, OK, this is we can take away some of these other variables that may be right. affecting that right. level of performance and assume 
that that level of performance is directly related to something that they are doing. Absolutely. It's conscious. It's deliberate. There's it's purposeful. There's something that they are doing that, that, that is they are do- creating and these this performance curve. And so, and that's a, that's a great call out because when they say 10 times better, it's in all categories. Right. It's not in one singular category. It's okay. the categories that they, that are measurable and that you can look at. And so in company speak, you know, that's profits, that's operating income, that's um, their balance sheet is better. Their profit or their uh, profit loss statement or their income statement is better. All of those things are 10 times better. Okay. And so he said, in all our research study, we found that the signature of mediocrity is not an unwillingness to change. The signature of mediocrity is chronic inconsistency. And I loved that he called it chronic inconsistency. I mean, when you think about people that have chronic pain, the word chronic is put in there to say their pain doesn't go away. Right. And so, because I think we all experience pain or inconsistency or these things, but to have something be chronic, it means that the only thing they're consistent in is being inconsistent. <laughs> exactly. Which is not the, the best thing to be And that's what I felt in. in my personal life. I mean, I could take and apply exactly what he said to my personal life and I'm, you know, up and down as far as from low to high as far as performance is concerned and percentage of the time may probably in mediocrity. I mean, that, that's what I that's what I've seen most of my life is that, you know, it's been pretty mediocre because I've been back and forth on the performance scale. And that mediocrity became dissatisfying yeah. and not I wanted to I wanted to bring something up because sometimes I feel like we talk about performance. And and, and as we were talking about that, our performance can be in highs at times and lows at times. I do think that that is part of life. That we have these moments that bring us down. Something happens. There's change that, I mean, and I think we've all experienced it this year as we've seen how COVID can change. Or for us in the last couple of days, the attack on the the gas line, on the colonial pipeline pipeline instantly changed everything because now gas, we couldn't get gas. So we had to. We were planning on going out of town. We were. However, all the gas stations were out of gas and we felt that it probably wasn't a good time to leave town. So completely out of our control and your whole life changes. And so what's amazing is we look at these, this level of performance and it's the ability to be able to maintain a level of performance in the midst of that Mm -hmm. and how that you, how you can do that. Right. And so that's what, as I, as I was thinking about her stopping us today and recognizing that that level of consistency, it wasn't it wasn't that she stopped and said, you guys run so fast. <laughs> we don't. We don't. Just to be real clear. Or you run so far. <laughs> right. It's It doesn't have to be at a quantity or at a quality state. Quality, quantity, intensity. None of that. It's just, it was the consistency that was inspiring. Yeah. It was the seeing you every day that it was like, oh, there they are again. Yeah. And so I... At- Go ahead. What were you going to, were you going to go on to something different? I, I just, I'm looking at the time and I don't know if we have time to introduce the next subject, but what were you thinking about? I was thinking about the next podcast because we read a really interesting article that has a lot to do with law number one of make it laughably simple. And it was talking about how, um, if we want to be a good performer, that maybe instead of looking at adding things to 
our way to make things better. Maybe we look at taking things away. Mm. Subtracting things. Subtracting. And so, so th- that we... So you think we should talk about that in our next podcast? I think podcast? we should talk about it in the next podcast. Okay. I think that's a good one because I wanted to revisit just what you said about her and kind of tie the bow on what we were talking about with the with the woman who stopped us and said, thank you for doing what you're doing. What I think about is, so six years ago when we started, March 23rd, 2015, when we started this streak, this run-walk streak, and then 300 days later when I started the flossing my teeth streak that that then got us onto this whole idea of streaking can be something real and something significant. What it did for us and what I would suggest for anyone who's listening to us or passing it on to anyone else is that what streaking does is give you your credibility. Mm-hmm. It, it, it allows you to have your own credibility so that you focus, your focus goes on inputs and the inputs are those things that are really where we started with, with what you want to be doing or what you feel you should be doing. And when you have those inputs, on a consistent basis, for example, I want to be reading more. Well, I'm going to read at least one paragraph daily. Great. Guess what? You are now a reader. Mm-hmm. And it's laughably simple. And it could even be read. I, I know one of our streakers out there, read a word in a book. Read a word in I a mean, book. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's, Here's that's the thing how that's laughably interesting, I know be. we only have a few seconds, but I was listening to a TED Talk the other day. And it was a woman who... Had She wanted to be a doctor when she first went to college, and then she took biology and she got a D and realized that maybe being a doctor wasn't what she really wanted to do. So then she kind of had gone into marketing. Well, she started a blog at that point, um, just kind of as a hobby, yeah. and she was had gone into marketing. Um, a couple years later, she lost her job in marketing, but her blog was going well. And so she overcame some fears and kind of kept going with the blog, and the blog ended up being something that she did. That's what she ended up doing. But she mentioned in passing that it took her eight years of from the time that she started writing her blog until she actually said out loud to someone that she was a writer. Mm. And I thought, isn't that interesting how long it takes? Now, she had become, I mean, she had things in her past to show, Yeah, you, you've written a you've lot of written, blogs. You've, you are a writer. But the amount of time it takes for us to believe right. that we are something. And that is the beauty of a streak is that you are just stacking each little individual act on top of each other till you reach a point where you start to think, I am a writer. I, I, I do am this a, all I the am time. I am a writer. I am a reader. I am, I am a reader. I, I am, am a runner. Whatever. I'm I, am a runner. A, I am kind. Yeah. I'm whatever your streak is. Yeah, whatever you want to be, whatever you're aiming to be. This was a fun conversation today. <laughs> yes, it was. From where it started to now, place. it was great. Hey, if you would like to share with us your streak, we'd love to hear it. Log on uh, to www.streakingmastery.com and register for our newsletter. It's a great newsletter out there. Or email Jamie or I, Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y, at streakingmastery.com. Or Jamie at J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com. And feel free to order the book on Amazon and leave a review or download the app. And And we'll be unabashed about this. Reviews are the lifeblood of books. And if if reviews are going on, that's a good thing. So anyway, thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you next time. And until then, keep streaking. A better you.